0: Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer Leclerc here with you, senior leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. God is so, so good. And we're about to get in it this morning. But I want to remind you of a couple of quick things. We have church services in South Florida, Davie, Florida. First service is 1047 a.m. Second service is at one thirty p.m. First service is broadcast on ahop.online. Second service is not televised. Come on over if you're in the city, if you're in the state, if you're passing through, if you're visiting. Some of you just need to get on a train. Plane an automobile, get yourself and move here and help us build the house of prayer, the prophecy rooms, the healing rooms, the global prophetic center. Amen. God is good. I'm the founder of the awakening prayer hubs movement. I'm looking for a thousand intercessors. You're going to hear me say this every day until I get them. I'm heavily pursuing recruiting, going after for the glory of the Lord, a thousand intercessors to raise up as intercessory prayer leaders, to see revival in cities, transformation, awakening, body sealed, soul saved, AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Some of you need to consider prayerfully joining the movement. Find a hub, start a hub. Cindy Jacobs, Lou Engel, Bishop Hammond, James Gall, Dick Eastman, Dr. Michael Brown, Becca Greenwood. They're all supporting the thrust of Awakening Prayer Hubs. Go so check it out. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Prophetic people, perk your ears up this morning. I said, listen to me closely. You are invited to our prophetic family, Ignite. We've ignited thousands of prophetic voices over the past four years through the network, launched them out, God is good, teaching, training, learning, growing together. If you're a prophetic person and you need that tribe, you need that family, you need that company, go check out ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. And today's devotion is a very special devotion. Today's October the 13th, as of the time of this recording. And today's devotion is titled, From Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory, is titled, Give Me Your Yes and Amen. Hmm. Somebody needs to listen up today. Give me your yes and amen. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Give me your yes and amen. Listen, as I've given you my yes and Amen. And together we will walk in places that eye has not seen nor ear heard, says the Lord. Nor have even entered into your heart, says the Lord. Places the enemy has tried to prevent you from dreaming about, says the Lord. These are bountiful places for you. They are bountiful lands for you. There are bountiful blessings for you. With whom will you agree? With whom will you dream? Dream with me, and I will dream with you, says the Spirit. Of the living God. Come on, that's an invitation. Dream with me and I will dream with you. Come on, that's a charge. Dream with me and I will dream with you. Come on now, no dream killers allowed today. Dream with me and I will dream with you. Come on, you gotta determine what your dream is and pursue it, go after it. Life is too short. It's time to press into the God dream for your life. Listen, today's scripture references to Corinthians 1:20. Matthew 5:37 and 1 Chronicles 16:36. Now the prayer starter and the decree, Father, I give you my yes and amen. Help me believe your yes and amen when the enemy is working on my mind to get me out of agreement with your spirit. I decree all alignment with the enemy of my enemy of my soul is broken. I declare my eyes will see and my ears shall hear what God has planned for me in due season, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you today because you have a dream for us. We thank you. We praise you today because all of your promises, they are yes. And all of your promises, they are amen. All of your promises, they are absolute. All of your promises, they are written. All of your promises, you spoke them. All of your promises, they shall come to pass as we press into your presence. So, Father, we thank you today that we can press into your presence, that you give us the grace to press when we don't feel like pressing. That you give us the grace to push, to keep our hand to the plow when we feel weary in our soul. God, we praise you because you are the lover of our soul. You are the lifter of our head. You are the one who woke us up this morning and the one who graces us to walk through the day. We thank you and we praise you because you're the God who has a dream for our life. You're the God who has a purpose for our life. And we know that we know that we know that your purposes shall Stand. Your word declares it that your purposes shall stand. Maybe we have other ideas, maybe we have other thoughts, maybe we have other notions about what to do with our life, but your word says, Many are the plans in the man, mind of a man, but it's God's purposes that will stand. So, Lord, we thank you today that you're a God who has a dream for our life and that you watch over your dream to perform it. Come on. God watches over his word to perform it. Come on. God may Make sure, as much as it depends on Him, that you've got what you need to do what it takes. I said, God does as much as it depends on Him. He makes sure that you've got what you need to do what it takes. Come on, somebody just needs to confess that right now. I've got what I need to do what it takes. Come on, I know it's hard sometimes. I know the enemy is opposing you. I've got what I need to do what it takes. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Get up out of your bed. Come on, begin to pace and walk the floor with me. Begin to make this decree, this declaration. Begin to prophesy over your life. I've got what it takes to do. I've got what I need to do what it takes. I've got what I need. God gives me what I need. He's, He's graced me with what I need. He's empowered me to do what it takes, whatever it is, however hard it seems. Is anything too hard for God? Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. Nothing is impossible to the one who believes. He gives us the measure of faith to believe him. I've got what it takes. I've got what it takes. I've got what I need to do what it takes. I will not fall. I will not falter. I will not grow weary in well-doing because in due season, I will reap if I do not faint. Come on and confess the word of God with me. I thank you, Lord, that you've made my hands to battle and my fingers to war. Oh, Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I decree that everybody listening to the sound of my voice, they will come to a revelation, a realization, the information from heaven that says, I've got what I need to do what it takes, whatever it takes. I thank you, Lord. All those listening to the sound of my voice, I say they will not grow weary. I say if they're weary now, they will rise up from the pit of weariness with a refreshing, with a revival, with a with a with a restoration. I I thank you, Lord, those who grew weary. I thank you, Lord, that you're lifting them up today, that you're dusting them off today, that you're invigorating their souls today. Those who have grown weary, I thank you, Lord, that you're giving them a new vision, that you're giving them a new vista, that you're giving them a new perspective, that you're helping them to see something they couldn't see before. I thank you, Lord, that those who have grown weary, you're lighting a fire up under them, a Holy Ghost fire even within them, a Holy. Goes fire, even coming down upon them, consuming everything that hinders love. I thank you, Lord, that the ones who have grown weary, that you will, that you will just breathe the breath of life upon them, O oh God. That you would breathe the breath of life upon them, that the wind of your spirit. Spirit would blow away all the things that that, that wear them out, all the the mindsets, all the the, the mind traffic, all the the demonic chatter, all all the things that come to wear us down. I thank you, Lord, that your Spirit builds us up. Come on. I thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit builds us up. As we pray, that you edify us in our inner man. As we pray, James said. Uh, James said, building yourself up in the in your most holy faith, praying in the spirit, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the spirit. James said, build yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the. Spirit. You're not really building the Holy Spirit's building. You're not really building the Holy Spirit's building, but you're lifting your mouth to His utterance and is building through you in partnership with you. But He's doing the heavy lifting. Come on. When you pray in the Spirit, He's doing the heavy lifting. He's doing the transformation. He's doing the sanctification. He's doing, he's doing it. 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 So let's just pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. Who can do it for one minute? Come on, about? Building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit, capital S, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in Him, Yabashi kita Kitamasha. We thank you, Lord, that you're edifying us. We thank you, Lord, that you're building us up where the enemy tore us down. We thank you, Lord, that you are renewing our inner man day by day. We do it our internet day by day, day by day. We're getting stronger day by day. We're getting stronger on the inside. Come on, your body may feel weak, your body may feel frail, but if you're praying in the Holy Ghost, you're being strengthened day by day, moving from glory to glory day by day, strength to strength day by day, faith to faith day by day. If you keep doing what the Word of God says, eventually your body will catch up with your spirit. Eventually your mind will catch up with. Your spirit because you will begin to be led by the Holy Ghost By your spirit who follows the Holy Ghost. I said, if you keep praying in the spirit, if you keep walking in the word, God's giving you what it takes to do what you need to do. He's graced you to do it. He's graced you to do it. If you keep doing what he's graced you to do, if you keep obeying him, and he's given you the grace of obedience to obey him. If you keep doing what he tells you to do, because his commandments are not burdensome. If you keep doing what he said, he will do what he says. And you will see
1: that you're stronger
0: on the inside. Now all of a sudden, your, your mortal body is quickened. The Bible says the Holy Spirit quickens our mortal flesh. What does that mean? That's King James Version. It, 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 he quickens our mortal flesh. What does that mean? That means that he strengthens our physical frame for the battle. He strengthens our physical frame for the day-in-day-out grind of life. He strengthens our physical frame. That we can be sick, that we can be exhausted, that we can be infirm, that we can just be played for out. And the Holy Ghost has not absolutely- shade. I said, the Holy Ghost. I said, the Holy Ghost will strengthen our physical frame. He will bring energy to our body. He will energize us through and through. And the power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. Do you not think He can energize your body? Do you not think He can ramp you up on the inside till it touches your physical frame? I say, yes, He can. And yes, He will. And yes, He wants to. And yes, He shall. That, that when you do what God's word says to do, When you meditate on his word day and night and be careful to observe all it says, your physical body gives way to the Holy Ghost. Your mind gives way to the Holy Ghost. It's not just your inner man. It's not just your spirit that's strengthened day by day. Your mind is renewed little by little, day by day. Your body is strengthened little by little. It's healed little by little. You're delivered little by little, day by day. I know we all want the sudden breakthrough. I know we all want the immediate results. I know we all want the miraculous intervention. But if you'll just walk with God little by little, day by day, little by little, day by day, little by, day, little by, day, little by little, day by day. Listen, take it. Take it. I want the miracle too, but I'll take little by little, day by day.
1: I'll take whatever way he
0: wants to raise me up. I'll take whatever way he wants to lift me up. I'll take whatever way he wants to straighten me out. I'll take it. Lord, we receive your power. Come on. Somebody to please lift up your hands wherever you are. We receive your power, Shabbat. We receive your power, Kemrosh Tebe We receive your power. Fill us again, God, with your spirit to overflowing. We want to overflow with your spirit. We want to overflow with your power. We want to overflow with your goodness. We want to overflow with your strength. We want to overflow with your word. We want to overflow. We want to overflow with everything that looks like God. Everything that comes from God. We want to be a conduit in the earth and a catalyst in our family. A conduit in the earth and a catalyst in our city, a conduit through which your power flows, and a catalyst that sparks a revival fire. God, turn us into conduits and catalysts, God. Help us to know when to yield as a conduit and when to stay take action as a catalyst, oh Jesus. Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our hearts. I thank you, Lord, that you're, you're, you're ruling us to yourselves. Your word says if we draw near to you, that you'll draw near to us. If we draw near to you, that you'll draw near to us. If we draw near to you, that you'll draw near to us. And we draw near to you this morning, God. We're hiding ourselves under the shadow of your wings. The angels are surrounding us because we fear your name. We're walking on the word. We're walking on the promise. We're walking on the breakthrough. Something is shifting in your life right now. Something is changing. I just felt a click. In the spirit, I just felt a pop. In the spirit, I felt something break open. Oh Jesus! I said, I felt something break open. Something is changing in your life. Don't stop the change. Something is changing in your life. Don't halt the change. Something is changing in your life. Don't get an unbelief now. Something is changing in your life. It's time. There's something that you've been waiting on, and it just popped in the spirit. I heard it. It just popped. Clap, 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 pop. It just. I literally heard it. It like clicked. It popped. I, I don't even know how to describe what I heard, but something shifted. Something opened. Uh, 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 something that the enemy had erected to stand in the way, it cracked it, popped, and it didn't let go. The floodgates are opening. I, around, I, my I said, The floodgates are opening. For some of you, the floodgates are opening. For some of you, the floodgates are opening. They've been dammed up by discouragement, but now they're opening. I said, Those floodgates have been dammed up by past failures, but they're opening. I said, those floodgates have been damned up by unforgiveness but they're opening i said those floodgates have been damned up by rejection but they're opening i said those floodgates have been damned up by fear but they're opening i said those floodgates have been damned up by unbelief but they're opening, come on, they're opening, come on, they're opening for those who go believe, they're opening for those who go forgive, they're opening for those who will dare to put their foot in the deep end and stop playing around in the shallow end with the babies, but who will go and seek the Lord, the deep things of God. He cries up to deep, he cries up to deep. Deep cries out to deep. Deep cries out to deep. Come on, who's hungry? Who's thirsty? Who's hungry? Who's thirsty? Who's hungry? Who's thirsty? Who has a more in their heart? God wants to give you more, but you've got to have a cry for more—not more physical things, not more carnal things, more spiritual things. I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you by example. If you will seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, if you will seek first the spiritual side of the kingdom, you'll have the natural blessings. They go along with it. They chase you down to overtake you. I'll tell you the truth. You can't seek God without being blessed. You can't sacrifice for God without getting blessed. It's impossible. You can't seek God without getting blessed. You can't seek God without getting blessed. You can't see Him without finding a blessing. You can't walk with God without bumping into a blessing, without bumping into a breakthrough. It's impossible. So, Father, help us to cultivate that spiritual hunger. 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 We don't want to walk around satisfied by the things of the world only. There's nothing wrong with being satisfied with a nice house and a nice family and nice clothes. You should be satisfied with your portion, whether you're basing or abounding. Paul said, I know the secret, whether I'm abased, which means I got nothing, or whether I'm abounding, which means I got more than enough. Paul said, whether I don't have enough, or I got plenty, whether I got more than enough, or I'm barely getting by. I know the secrets. I know how to be content. I know how to be satisfied. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul kept pressing into God when he was in hunger. Paul kept pressing into God when he was shipwrecked. Paul kept pressing into God when he was stoned to death. Paul kept pressing into God when he was in the prison. Paul kept pressing into God in the middle of persecution. Paul kept pressing into God with a thorn in his side. God and it into God and it into God and it into God, and he walked in more revelation than anybody in his day. He was blessed. He learned how to be some of you. I'm trying to help you now. If you would just be content with some of your natural status, maybe you don't have everything you want right now, but instead of getting three jobs to get it. If you would take maybe, I know some of you have to work two jobs to pay the bills, but I'm talking about those of you who just do so much more than you need to do just because you want the physical things, the natural things. If you just take some of that time and give it to God, you wouldn't have to work so hard for it. He'd just give it to you.
1: <laughs> I said if you would
0: seek God, some of you, if you would seek him the way you seek natural blessings, you would have to give him the blessing because he is the blessing. But if he'll bless you with natural things, There's nothing that I want that I don't have. But it started with wanting God more than anything else I could possibly search for to understand what I'm saying. When you put God first, when you put God first, when you seek him first, when you lay your life down for him, when you sacrifice your time, how do you buy the oil with time? But you choose that He comes first, and it's a day by day decision. And life happens, and some days things don't go the way we want, and we don't get the time with God we needed. But if day by day you make that decision, and you have a consistent lifestyle of cultivating spiritual hunger, of pressing in to the reality that He is, and He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him, according to the Hebrews. First, that He is. You got that down part, you got that part down. You know that he is. You know that God is alive. So you're halfway there. This is good news. You're halfway there. Hebrew says, Are we supposed to know that he is? you got that part down. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Not seek him when you're just in trouble. Not seek him when you just need a blessing. But diligently seek him. Make it a habit of seeking him. Cultivating spiritual hunger. He is a rewarder. And not just in this age, but in the age to come. You have, now listen to me. The blessings in the age to come, the blessings in the by it sweet by and by, the blessings in the forever, the blessings in eternity. far as anything you could ever imagine or hope for in this life. This is all temporal. This is all gonna pass away, and your flesh will pass away, but then you'll get a new body that never hurts. Get a new mansion that never, you don't have to paint it. The roof never leaks, the air conditioner never breaks. In eternity, you won't have any worries or any cares. So, why not live that way now? Why not just cash your cares? Why not just sell it all for hell? Why not just buy the pearl of great price for real? Why not just give your life to Him completely, fully, one hundred percent? I'm sold out to the gospel. I'm going to do the work of the ministry, whatever my purpose is. I'm all in, God, because that's why You created me, and I will not fall short of the reason that I'm here. But I'll say yes to your heart because You said yes to mine. When you take on that attitude, you begin to cultivate a spiritual hunger because you understand that you can't do it apart from Him. Your will can say yes, Lord. I lay my life down for You in prayer. I lay my life down for you as a marketplace uh, minister funding the kingdom. I lay my, my life down for you as a mother raising future prophets. I lay my life down for you and whatever it is God's called you to do, whatever season you are in your life. And when you do that, when you say yes to no, him, he says yes, 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 yes to the blessings and the provision and the peace and the joy and everything you need is wrapped up in pursuing his will. So we thank you Lord today that you help us that you help us to pursue your will. We've got what it need what we need to do what it takes. We've got what it needs what we need to do what it takes. We've got what we need to do what it takes. We've got what we need to do what it takes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, come on, I want to go higher. I want to talk about the decree that will never be revoked. Psalm 148, verse 6 says, He established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. The New Living Translation says, He set them in place forever and ever. Listen, His decree will never be revoked. Do you understand? that the Lord's decrees can never be revoked. Do you get that? Do you get that? Do you understand that? His decree can never be revoked. The Lord's decree can never be revoked. That's good news for you. Because he has decreed things over your life. And the enemy may be trying to release evil decrees. He is trying to release evil decrees. But guess what? You counter, come on now, Listen. You counter the enemy's evil decree with God's decree, and guess who wins? I said, you counter when the vain imaginations come, when you discern there's been an evil decree spoken over your life in the spirit or even in the natural by a person. All you have to do is find out what God has decreed over your life, and you decree it, and God's decree is higher than the devil's decree. You revoke the devil's decree, this is what you do. It's the devil's decreeing that you're going to be in poverty, that you're not going to be able to pay your bills. The devil's decree that in spirit you keep hearing it, and you're seeing evidence that this is beginning to happen. You say, I revoke your decree of poverty, devil, and I decree that God shall supply my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That is the decree of the Lord over my life, and his decree will never be revoked. Let him know that. Let him know that. Let him know what the word says. The Bible says he issued a decree that will never pass away. His words will never fade. His words will never pass. The contemporary English version says he made them to last forever. Listen, nothing can change what he has done. He gave an order that will never pass away he gave the command and will not rescind it the gifts and callings of God are without repentance all of his promises are yes and amen there is no shifting shadow of turning in him he doesn't change his mind I don't care what you've been taught he doesn't change his mind he didn't change his mind with Hezekiah Isaiah would pray when prophesied Hezekiah get your house in order You're gonna die he didn't change his mind. He knew Hezekiah would cry out him for 15 years. He knew that already. He knew that Hezekiah. He knew that Moses would pray. He knew that Abraham would pray. He knew that these men of God would pray. That's why he gave them the heads up. because He already knew they prayed. He already knew what he wanted to do. He already wanted to save the Israelites. He already wanted to rescue Lot. He wanted to do those things. Or he wouldn't have told a man to go say it and elicit in their spirits a heart cry to God for the only one, the only one who could save them. God's decrees will stand. He doesn't change his mind. He has made a decree that shall not pass away he has made it a law that no one can break he has made a decree which shall not be transgressed it shall not pass it shall not be stymied it shall not be hindered what has God decreed over your life What has he prophesied over your life? What has he decreed over your life? You need to get out those prophecies. You need to get out the promises that are resonating with your heart, promises for healing, promises for provision, the decrees that he's made, and you need to begin to decree them and make the devil flee. That's why I wrote the book, Decrees That Make the Devil Flee. Some of you need to get a copy. Psalm 119.90 says your faithfulness continues through all generations. That includes you. He's faithful. He wasn't, just, he wasn't just faithful to your great-grandma. He wasn't just faithful to your great-great-grandpa. He wasn't just faithful generations past. He's faithful to you, and he'll be faithful to your children. Job twenty-two twenty-eight 28 says, Decree a thing, and it shall be established. Whose decree is going to be established in your life? Are you going to let the enemy's decree be established in your life, or are you going to release a higher decree? Because God's already decreed it. But now you've got to agree with the decree that God decreed. You understand what I'm saying? You must agree with the decree that God decreed. And you are the voice of God in the earth in the sense that you must pick up the decree that God decreed and decree it out of your mouth. It shifts the atmosphere. God is not a man that he should lie. Or the son of man that he should change his mind. Uh-oh. God doesn't change his mind. Has he said it? Will he not do it? Or has he spoken it? And will he not fulfill it? The intercessors aren't changing God's mind. The intercessors are actually agreeing with what God always wanted to do in the first place. That's why he inspires them to pray. Father, we thank you that your decrees for our life can never be broken. They will never fail. They will never falter. Help us to remember not to be passive in our faith. But to cultivate that violent faith that your word speaks about pressing in, understanding that the kingdom of God is suffering violence. And we've got to be forceful in our faith to push the issue with the devil, to let him know that we mean business because our God already did it. It's already done. He already accomplished everything for us at the cross. All of his promises are yes and amen. We're not going to forget any any of his benefits concerning the whole earth And this is the hand stretched out over the nations. For the Lord of hosts has planned, and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? The decree over your life shall not be broken. It shall not be hindered. It shall not be overruled. God said in Isaiah, I am God, and there is no other. (laughs) I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no one like me, declaring the end from the beginning, from the ancient times, things not yet done, saying, my purpose shall stand, and I will fulfill my intention. Father, we thank you. Help us when, when the warfare comes. Help us when the mind traffic comes. Help us when the vain imaginations come. Help us when our circumstances are not lining up with the word. Not to just sit and complain and wonder why why God, why, when God, when, how God, how. But help us, Lord, to get up and make those decrees that make the devil flee, decreeing your will, decreeing your word, decreeing your declaration, your proclamation, your prophetic word that was spoken over our lives. Help us, Lord, to be a people who understand the power of a decree, Who understand that your words in our mouth make the devil flee. Jesus did warfare this way. It is written. So I decree over you that the enemy shall scatter from your family. I decree your prodigals shall come home. I decree that God has given you the power to create wealth. I decree that by his stripes you are healed. This is what you must do. You must find the promise, something God already decreed when the enemy challenges that reality in your life, you've got to keep decreeing it. You might have to do it once more than once. Once, twice, three times, a hundred times. So Father, give us the grace. Because you said you give us what we need to do what it takes. So give us the grace, God. Give us the grace to keep decreeing. Help us to remember to do this when the battle is on, when the battle is raging, when the promises seem far off. Help us to remember Help us to remember. Help us to remember to make these decrees. Because your word never fails, never. Your word never fails, ever. Your word cannot fail. It cannot fade away. You're watching over your word to perform it. The great, almighty, powerful God is watching over his word to perform it in your life. This is not just a platitude. This is not just an empty promise, something written 5,000 years ago. This is something that is relevant for your life today. The decree of the Lord for your life shall stand. It will not be overridden unless you allow it to. It can never be revoked. So we thank you, Lord, today that we can lean on you and depend on you because you are good. In Jesus' name, amen. In amen. Come on, isn't God good? While you're thinking of it, just share this right now. This could help somebody. Amen. This could really help somebody. Before I forget, we are starting a new series on ahop.online, Cultivating Spiritual Hunger. If you are a web church member, you can tap into those archives. Otherwise, you need to go over to schoolthespirit.tv. So there's two ways you can watch it. If you're a web church member, you can watch it on ahop.online. If you're not, you watch it over on school TV God is good all right guys I'm over time God bless you we love you we'll see you later on today have a good day you have gifts God expects you to use them if you need training to school your gift log on to school TV you'll find training in spiritual warfare prophetic ministry prayer seers' ministry writing